Wow, that music sounds familiar. Where's that from? You know where that's from? No. That's from Franchise Mode in Madden 06, bro. It is? Yeah, that's right. That's Andrew Porter with Party Hard. I thought there was like something from a bad 80s uh, hair band. No. It's a badass song, brother. By the way. Yes. Clark C. Simpson on Facebook says, Happy Halloween, guys and Miss Robin. Y'all make me smile. Well, thank you. That's, that's why we're point. here. That's what we're here. We're not here to uh, influence the outcome. We're going to do it, baby! That's right. We're going to do it, baby. Still ahead this hour on the very special Halloween edition. Got to thank our buddy Eric Cohen here. Gave him the first guy. Now, did you taste that, Eric? Isn't it good? Yeah. Love Pez. Speaking of Eric Cohen, though, he did give us some, uh, some breaking news. Yeah, there is Saturday tonight in the world of sports. One of the all-time greats. And certainly, when you talk about the San Francisco Giants history, you, you, there's a, you can name on five hands the most influential players. You know, you go Willie Mays, but Stretch McCovey, Willie McCovey, has passed away. One of the all-time greats. Willie, they called him Stretch McCovey. And those of us old enough to remember him playing. And I got a chance to spend a lot of time with him in San Francisco over the years. I was a, over there for 11 years in California. I got a chance to go to a lot of Giants games whether it was the old Candlestick Park and the new uh, was Pac Bell Park and then it became AT&T Park. But Willie McCovey, who'd been battling some health issues the last couple of years, has passed away. What was his age? Because I don't have the actual story on the... 80, 80 years, years, old. years old. 88 years old. Rest in peace, Willie McCovey. We'll always remember your greatness. And the city of San Francisco, obviously, mourning that loss tonight. What a great player and a great guy. I wanted to follow up the, the making happy comment by Clark C. Simpson. Mm -hmm. uh, you and I saw a movie that has been out for a while, but we finally saw it, uh, The Greatest Showman. Yes. And with, um, with the former Browns coach, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it was just released, even yes. though that movie was phenomenal. And I'm not a big musical guy, as you know. No, you are not. So Robin and I were sitting around the other night, and it's now on what they call free TV, but it's basically on cable. You have to have HBO, Showtime, Stars, all those channels. And there was nothing else on. There was, was nothing like, on. And I really wanted to watch it, and we both I wanted loved... to watch A Quiet Place, but Robin doesn't like to watch those movies. Well, I don't like suspense It's not a slasher movies. movie. It's, it's a like suspense. a... It's, like a, it's um, horror suspense. A Quiet and Place do... is flipping awesome. I know. I want to watch it. Well, Robin's you a scaredy can watch cat it to get... You want to watch with me tonight? It's Halloween. You want to watch with me tonight? You and me go home? I have nightmares. Tony... It's not a nightmare movie. We'll get some uh -huh. sky energy. We'll pour out a little liquor. You and I will get all for sticking. Pour one out, by the way, for me. We'll get all for sticking. In fact, let's pull one out for Willie, Willie McCovey. Gladly. But I have loved Hugh Jackman forever. We got to meet him at the Super Bowl in Dallas. In Dallas, yes. Um, I did not realize he was that short. He's he a is little short. Bit, he's a little bit shorter than me. Doesn't matter. I don't care. It doesn't matter when you're lying down. But um, in the what? movie, The Greatest Showman, what? Um, at the very end is a quote by P.T. Barnum yes. that you live your life by. And that's exactly why you do shows. That's why I cried at the end of that movie. I know. The, the, the quote is, the noblest art is that of making others happy. Exactly. And it's true. There is no better feeling in the world than making somebody else happy. I agree. I mean, that's why comedians, you know, get their energy from seeing an audience laugh. When we had Craig Shoemaker here a couple of weeks ago, that's, that's what these guys live for, and these men and women who do this stuff. Do they have egos? Of course. You know, when they bomb, they feel it. But when, they're, when the crowd's into it and the fans are listening, whether it's a radio show, a TV show, a comedy show, you make people laugh. That, that comes right back to you. It's, it gives you even more it's adrenaline and more, more energy to keep doing what you're doing. You know, there's a lot of people who have more money than God and don't need to work anymore. But they keep working because not it because keeps they them need going. more money, yeah. because... They derive pleasure from it. And look at Jay Leno, man. That guy has more money than anyone, right? When he wasn't working, he's still touring around just doing stand-up. Exactly. Well, and I think, you know, we've, we, Craig Shoemaker said it, and you see it all the time. Comedians live longer. Hell, Jerry the, Seinfeld still goes out and on, on, still goes out on tour. There is something to be said about you get this high off of making other people laugh oh. and making other people happy. It's a joke, if you ask me. It is a joke. The whole thing's starting to become a joke, as someone once said. You know who said that? And I had that a drop, and I can't find it anymore. You know who else just joined? Who? The fabulous Jason Martinez. 
Is he really listening? Is yeah. he on Periscope? Is he he's not on, on, Peri- I he's on Periscope. On, okay, I got it. I didn't see him was he Facebook in Anaheim yet. for the game last night? Is he out on the West Coast? If there's pucks dropping. Martinez is there. Trust me. Speaking of which, Tony. Yes. Let's get back down to the business, buddy. Let's get down to the business. We got to give away this damn tequila dinner. It's not a damn tequila dinner. It's the damn tequila dinner. 619-924-9874. That's how you chime in. All you got to do is call in. You'll be putting a hopper for a hopper. chance to win this prize tomorrow night. By the way, we have bad news for Thursday night football. <laughs> what? The Niners and Raiders game is still going to be played. God damn it. I was hoping they switched that thing, Tony. Fox can't flex out of the Thursday night game. Now, let's be honest. On paper, when the schedule was made, this looked like a pretty good matchup, right? It happens every year. You know, the Niners had Garoppolo. They were on the team on the rise. And the Raiders got Gruden. They had Gruden, and they had all these good players, and they barely made And then their quarterback got hurt last year. Both teams are gutted now. Both teams are now gutted. They're calling it the Bay Area battle. You know what? I've given it a new nickname, and I want... You can use it out there. Remember where you heard it first. You know what it's called? What's it called? Bay Area Basura. <laughs> basura. Bay Area basura. basura. You know what basura I is, I don't right, know. What, what does that mean? Trash. It Did means trash. Garbage. Like on, on, on the, you know, on the, in trash cans, it'll uh-huh. say basura. They'll put little stickers on it. That means trash in Spanish. So when you have a dumpster fire, is that like uh, basura? fuego basura? Dumpster fire. I know, it doesn't. Did you say dumpster fire? Yeah. I have a little basura going you on here. You could call it the Bay Area. <laughs> Shut up, Robin. <laughs> Bay Area basura or Bay Area bile. Yeah, I think, I think those I would, two things would oh. be. <laughs> I like Bay Area bile. They that, should have been able to flex nice out of that, man. It was just... No, they can't do that. They only can do it on Sunday nights because once you set these schedules for Thursday night, yeah, but they should have made special. Decide on Monday. There's, oh, we don't want to put somebody. Nobody else is playing. There on should that be night. special dispensation. <laughs> That's all I'm saying, man. <laughs> you can't just go to anything. I mean, seriously. That's right. Uh, by the way, the Raiders. You know what they're playing for. Las uh, Vegas in two years. Yeah, That's exactly. What for. Pride? I don't know. No, that went out the window. They th- are, they're piling up at least high draft. They got five first-round draft picks in the next couple of years. And I know you can say, well, they're not necessarily going to turn into superstars because you traded Amari Cooper. And, you, you know, who was a first-round draft Actually, pick? getting a first-round pick for Amari Cooper has was, an a exact, for was, was, a good, was a really good trade. Absolutely. Trading a wheel Khalil Mack was yeah. a, could be one of the hugest mistakes ever. You're absolutely right because – there are very few Khalil Macks in the first round year after year after well, year. Well, we said this before, Tony. There's guys that you'd like to be a part of your organization, and then there's guys you build your organization around, and Khalil Mack is one of those kind of players. Exactly. Now, the other thing, and I'll get into this later. We talk about bad drafts and draft picks and how important they are. You look at the 2015 draft class now, the top 10 picks in the 2015 draft, and you realize what an absolute mess that was. There's one player of the top 10 picks who is a bona fide superstar in the NFL from 2015. The 10th pick in the draft. You know who it was? The 10th pick in the draft? Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley was All the 10th pick in that draft. You know who the first pick in that draft was? Yeah, Jameis Winston. That was Jameis the- Winston, who's now a backup in Tampa and may not be there after this year. Well, he got... He, well, <laughs> so... So Cooter says, well, Cutter, I'm sorry, Cutter says, Cooter, Cooter sorry. <laughs> my, my, now my mind's where yours is, Robin. Cutter says, Fitzpatrick gives us the best chance to win, so we're going to go with him this week. But beyond this week, we're not going to commit to either him or James. Now remember, they already picked up his fifth-year option. His rookie quarterback yep. w- w- contract was five years. His last year of his contract is guaranteed at $20.9 million. But here's what's interesting to note. If he gets hurt between now and the end of the season – that $20.9 million is guaranteed. If he doesn't get hurt, or if they keep him on the sidelines the rest of the year, which is unlikely, and, and they cut him at the end of the year, they get zero hit on their salary cap next year. Well, here's a, here's a live shot of Jameis Winston in the locker room. Oh, I'm hurt. Oh, my neck. My back. My neck and my back. Trust me, he's getting paid. <laughs> oh, he's out. Yeah, his agent right now is trying to figure out a way where he... Fakes an injury so he can get that twenty point nine million. It is amazing. Though. I mean, you look at so so obviously Jameis wins the Heisman in twenty thirteen, right? You know then, the number two pick was yeah Marcus Mariota, who's a good player, but is he a superstar? No, nah, but he's been hampered by injuries too. No, and he's, he's a, a good player. Number three Dante, Dante Fowler. Fowler, who was just traded the yep. third pick to the Rams, who are already damn good on the defensive line, and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars trade him because his contract. But here's the thing between the NFL and other sports. The NBA is the worst example of this mm-hmm. because they unload guys at the trade deadline 
just to get rid of dead contracts that are expiring. And they never really get anything in return other than perhaps somebody else's expiring contract to make the numbers mesh, right? Correct. Baseball, there's very few trades at the trade deadline. But football, the players that were traded the other day, the difference is they weren't just washed out guys that you just take off the scrap heap. They were guys with expiring contracts for the most part who are still productive players. Dante Fowler is still a good player. You know, Amari Cooper is still a good player. He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's a good player. Like I said, he's had injuries too, but he's also, he's also the, 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 you know, he leads the league in drops. But I'm he's saying the that he's player. not a bust yet. Not a bust yet, but the number four James Winston pick. is getting close to bust status. Right? Yes, yes. Jameis Winston is getting close to bust status. Yes. Uh, Kevin, Kevin White, by the way, Kevin White, the seventh pick is a certified bust. Well, right? again, he, 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 he got injured back to his rookie year and his second year in, in week one. So he missed the first two years of his season. So this is his first actual like, healthy year that he's been playing. So is he? No, he's not very good, but he uh, also hasn't played much at all. And I'm not certifying him a bust yet, but usually four years into the league, unless you've been injured every single year, you usually find out. He's going to end up being a bust because of, because of the injuries and because he's been, he was taken seventh overall. So, yeah, you could say he's pretty much And you know a bust. us? It was a, a, a bust in that draft and, and pick number nine. Eric Flowers, Flowers, yeah. The ninth pick in that draft. Now, is his career over? No, he's gotten picked up. The Giants got rid of him. He failed in New York. Mm-hmm. But you look at that. The top ten, there are only like four players. And Todd Gurley, the tenth pick, is the best of them all. Yeah. Because he's going to be one of the all-time great running backs in the NFL. Wow, Melvin Gordon went 15th in that draft, too. Aguilar goes 20th to the Eagles. Yeah. So, I mean, there were some good players, but the obsession with the top three or four or five picks, especially when you're, when you're going after a quarterback in the first round and the first, you have to take a quarterback, there have been some good ones lately as far as quarterbacks being taken very high. I, I've said this before, Tony, and I'll say it time and time again. I, I would never, ever, ever draft a quarterback, not even number one, not even in the first round. I wouldn't because the, the chances of them actually panning out are far less than any other position. But you the, have a better chance of busting no, no, on a quarterback. Yes, no, you do. You, you have a better chance of busting on a quarterback than you do with anyone else. Not recently. Maybe in the past. But nowadays... You just look all- at the first top two picks. The, the number one and number two picks in that 2015 draft. Were they worthy of being the number one and number two overall picks in that draft? At the time, they Absolutely were. not. The number one and number two picks in that draft should have been Todd Gurley and Melvin Gordon. Seriously, but you're not redrafting. You don't take no, running I'm backs not saying one that, and two. But I'm saying is that the odds of a, of a quarterback coming in and being worthy of that pick. It's, it's, it's tell the Rams that. It's not tell worth, the Eagles that. I'm just tell tell the tell the Jets that. Look Sam at these, Darnold's look at not really playing. looking at good. But no, he's better than what the Jets have had. He at least look, has hope. The reason tell why the Arizona the, Cardinals. The reason that. why these quarterbacks always go high in the draft and their stock goes up is because there's so, so many teams that are always in search of that quote unquote franchise quarterback. Yeah, but every year you don't see five guys go on the first But every round. year you hear every time, this is the, this is, this is the, the can't-miss prospect. This is the can't-miss prospect. The Here's can't- the part of the equation you're missing. The quarterbacks that are being taken now, when they're playing in college, are running pro-style offenses. I understand the offenses that. that they run in college are not the wishbones and all these other cockamamie Harry High School offenses that we used to see. So these guys that come in, like Carson Wentz, you know, and... and you name the guys around the league, the young superstar quarterbacks. There's a lot of really young, good quarterbacks. You're not getting them in the second and well, third Clark round. Clark Simpson's checking and saying, I want Luigi to be the Vikings' new GM. I totally agree. So there are some people that do agree with me. Look I mean, at- I'm sure they do, because, but I'm saying re- go back the last couple of years and look at the quarterbacks that have been taken. Okay. Go back and look at them. I will. Look at how many really good young quarterbacks there are just in the last two drafts alone. I'm doing it right now. Because, you know, as great as Saquon Barkley is, the Giants stink out loud. The Giants stink no, I'm just on saying, ice. I'm just saying that the miss rate is higher on quarterbacks. It is? Yeah, because look guys, the they value quarterbacks court, too Look much. at the number one draft running backs. Look at Trent Richardson. I mean, there's, there's just as many bust running backs as there are quarterbacks. And quarterback is the number one most important position in No football. doubt about it. There's not even a close second. It's the most important position in sports. It really is. There's no even – the second most important player – is not even on the radar. And that's why I say that a lot of teams get suckered into taking quarterbacks in the first round and earlier than they should take other players because of the, just the, they, they want it. They you think want the, Giants the guy to right be good. Now, you think the Giants right now, talking about redoing the draft, if they had to do it all over again, 
not realizing that that Eli Manning was pretty much they shot. They realized it. Trust me. They realized it. And then the it. kid that they got as a backup, the kid from Richmond who's from Exton, Pennsylvania. Got arrested. Got arrested for uh, almost running over a cop. Well, at least we know he's accurate. Yeah, he was his, well, his completion percentage. He's was one for one. The target was close enough that he almost hit him. So he's just like Eli. <laughs> he couldn't even hit a cop in close range. But anyway, this kid, what's his name? He's a local, Kyle Lawletta, right? Yep. He's from Exton. He went to Richmond. And now they can't even stick him in a game to try to at least see if they, he has any potential. No, the, Giants, the Giants couldn't afford to pass. Yes, they could have. You couldn't afford to pass yes, on a player. Could. Like you see what Barkley's d- doing. Do you see how good he is? Yeah, Tony? I see one in seven. I understand. I that. know he's great in fantasy, but and no, I love no, the no, kid. No, I'm not no. knocking him. This has nothing to do with fantasy. Yes, this it has does. Everything with to do with the fact that yes, should they have taken a quarterback? Probably, but there's no quarterback who's better than a, a better football player than Saquon Barkley in that draft. And what does Saquon Barkley equal for the New York Giants this season? Three wins? No, but he's the only reason he's been able to hang in games. So next yeah, they year, haven't hung in games. I they under- stink out loud. I understand that, but he's the type of talent that you just couldn't pass on. And you worry about, they're, they're going to worry about getting a quarterback in the offseason. There's free agency to happen. You can draft again. They're going to be drafting in the top yeah, guess five what? of the draft. And what happens if they don't get a draft pick last year who can play? What happens then? Then there's a second year of Saquon Barkley wasted. Yeah. You never build around a running back. They're not building. A- simp- yes, they are. What else do they have? What else do they have but a running back? Because they have their they have, offensive line stinks. Right. Their quarterback is just about shot. They don't have a legitimate backup quarterback. Tony, I said I agree with this. I said it in the beginning. I said that in, be, during the draft, I said that they should have taken the quarterback. He's because Saquon's not a luxury that they can have. Exactly. They're not ready for that. I'm just saying that the the, the Giants. It got to a point with Saquon where you look at him and he's kind of like a generational type running back. The kind of you get like every 10 years that comes through the draft. Todd Gurley was there and he was, went 10th. Is Todd Gurley not better than Saquon Barkley? Yeah, right he's now, already proven right now, he is. Yeah, he is. He's right proven now, he is. it. I'm not saying Saquon Barkley isn't going to be great, but it's hard to have a good running back. It's like, Barry, it's like Barry Sanders. He was a great running back on a shitty team. How many games did they win because Barry Sanders? But if you look at how it many this, playoff games did they right, win? But if you look at it this way, right? So it, it's, it's, it's interesting you brought it up because if you think about it like this, that if the Giants' offensive line is so bad, right? And it is. And the quarterback is, is on his way completely. And oh, by the way, they wasted a pick on a first-round right. draft pick on an offensive so line. So what makes, what makes an, uh, an inept offensive line and a young quarterback's job easier? A stud running back to turn the turn around and hand the ball off to who can make people miss. If you only help. win one game, it I doesn't matter. That, but it's, you got to have something to, to to move the ball forward. You got to have something to help the offensive line and the young quarterback you're gonna be bringing in. You have to give them some kind of help. Well, uh, they might not have a young quarterback to bring in next year. Well, That's as long as they get the bail money in time, we'll be, uh, we'll be uh, fine. We don't even know if the kid's any good, and now we're probably not going to even see if he's any good. Well, we'll get we'll get the breakdown from Joe. Meanwhile. By the way, coming Speaking up this Saturday, hold on. Oh. let me give this uh, update here, because we were here last year for this event. It's the annual Taste of the South. Yep. You know how the t- South tastes. Good. It tastes as good. <laughs> it tastes and last good. year's uh, celebrity chef dinner here was amazing. And guess who's coming person. back? Chef Christine Hazel. You've seen her on Hell's Kitchen. She's a great chef. She did last year's dinner. Oh, and so this good. Saturday at 7 p.m. right here at Moonshine Philly, November 3rd, Chef Christine Hazel will be here to put together a five-course menu. Dishes will feature exquisite flavors with a southern flair. And it's a great event. You want to get tickets and info, seats are limited. Dishes, exotic, exquisite, $65 for a five-course dinner. And there's charity involved as well, where they always do it for a good cause. TasteoftheSouth.com. Brownpapertickets.com is the website to go totally to for tickets. Totally worth it. It really is. It was amazing. TasteoftheSouth.brownpapertickets.com for tickets and info. Seating is limited. It's going to be in this room. That's where now, it was there was last one. Year. I'm trying to remember what it was. There was one of the dishes. I think it had some kind of a lobster sauce that was totally orgasmic last year. Oh, man. You know what they say about Taste of the South. I don't mean like the South, like Georgia... Kentucky, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, Mississippi. I'm talking about go further south down there, further south. And you know what I like to hear when I talk about that? What do you like to hear? South of the border flavor that I'm talking about. What do you like to hear? 
Ay, papi. Ay, papi, qué rico. Dame más, dame más, dame más. There you go. Does it get any better than that? No. By the way, you're getting, uh, we have a, a Luigi is wrong update. But what else is new? My boy, barbecue beef Balboa. Street Bryce, as we know him. What's Luigi is wrong here. I, gotta, I can't do my Mike Francesa impersonation, though. Go ahead. Luigi is wrong here. Quarterback is the hottest position on the field. I know. You have to get them real high most times. I try to get my quarterbacks high, too, when I take them out. <laughs> hang out with Jameis. You hang out with Jameis, huh? No, I hung out with, what's his name, uh, at the Super Bowl one year when he was the, one of the top draft picks. Lee Steinberg client, now doing ads for, uh, I don't know what his ad. Matt Leiner. Oh, Matt Leiner. Matt Leiner. He liked to go Hot tub, Matt. <laughs> what's he pimping right now? He's got Who a commercial. Knows, man? He's got a TV commercial with a bunch of old ladies. There's, I don't know what they're selling, though. It's stiff. No, it's not Jarrett's no. <laughs> Now, By the way, there, were, you know, there was controversy this year with Halloween. Our good friend Joe Corrado, who we haven't seen now in 16 years, I believe, said that there was apparently an outrage that white kids, and I hate to bring the race card into this, but the race cards and everything, that white children were not supposed to wear Black Panther Halloween costumes. See this year, but guess what? While those people who were saying all that stuff, they went to the producers and the people involved in making the movie, and you know what they said? That's BS. Of course, anybody can wear BS. a Black Panther costume. So here's my viewpoint. We had a kid come in here tonight, a white kid wearing a black. Should yeah. we have had him arrested? Here's the thing. No, we gave him candy. We gave him candy instead. He's a superhero. Damn right. It was a complete outrage 50 years ago when they did not have enough black characters to, for kids to dress up with. There should have been way more. There, I mean, that was wrong. But at the, drink. at the time, anybody could dress up whatever characters there were available for kids to dress up as. So there was a lot of quote-unquote cultural misappropriation, which I think is totally stupid, by the way, um, back happening forever. And it doesn't matter. Like, if you want to dress up as somebody... It's not because you're making fun of them or that you are trying to misappropriate their race, whatever. It is just because you admire them, you want to be like them, you, you want to dress up like them for whatever reason. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't care what color you are, if you're red, white, blue, green, whatever. Dress up whoever you want to be. Just let people be okay with it for Let God's me sakes. be me, as Randall Cunningham once said, and I believe he went out as himself again this year. I went out as myself this year. By the way, William McCovey was 80. He was not 88. William McCovey died tonight at the age of 80. I misspoke. Yeah, I caught it. I said it as 88. 1959 to 1980, 521 career home runs, tied for 20th on the all-time list, but the third most by any player during the span of the years in his career, which is 1959 to 1980. You know who hit more home runs then Willie McCovey between 1959 and 1980, Luigi? Not a clue. Hank Aaron, of course, number one, 615. Harmon Killebrew was number two with 562. Willie McCovey was third with 521. And Big Frank Robinson, 488. Those were the most home runs in that span, 1959. And that's when hitting 500 home runs was a big deal. Yeah, Schmidt, uh, yeah, he played... He wasn't 59. He came in 73, 72, 73. So we're talking from 59 to 1980. I don't think Schmidt, and Schmidt would have had to have all those home runs by 1980. From 73 to 80, there's no way he hit 500 home runs. Yeah, so that's because back then, between the 50s and 80s, guys weren't hitting 60, 65 home runs a year. I mean, you know, we had the, the Roger Maris years, and we had some of those aberrations where guys hit 66 home runs. Yeah, and George Foster hit 50, and everybody went crazy back in those days. So Harmon Killebrew and Hank Aaron, Frank Robinson, Willie McCovey. And Frank Robinson didn't have uh, 500 home runs in the decade from in the years 59 to 80. So that's uh, 67, 31 years to get to 500 home runs. Who's going to play 31 years anymore? Now guys get 500 home runs, you know, in 15 years in the major leagues. Although that's, that's the, after the steroid era, things have calmed down now. But we had that one stretch when guys were hitting 65, 70 home runs when it became a total joke 
and it really bastardized all the records, in my opinion. Even though, you know, Barry Bonds would have hit 500 home runs even without eating, let alone doing roids, probably. Brady Anderson. Brady Anderson hit 50 home runs. Tell me he wasn't juiced. He did it one year. Yeah. And one year alone. They should expunge all the records. They should expunge all those home runs from that era. Am I, I right? I, no. Yes, they should. I disagree. Yes, they now, should. That era saved baseball. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. It saved baseball. And, and by the way... I know chicks dig the long ball. No, and by the way, like, I don't care about steroids in sports. I, I want my athletes to be juicing. I want to see 700-foot home runs. I want to see balls getting thrown 150 miles an hour. And I, I want to see those guys die in their mid-30s. I don't care. It's a risk they take. Do it to no. yourself. No, it's I don't wrong. Care. No, no, because they're not, not. they're not family friends. They're not my dad. They're not anything Luigi, important you to me. you are wrong. The no, reason they was, are commodities on a field that I pay to go see meat for to my you. entertainment. Exactly, they're meat. We that is wrong. The they don't mean why, anything to me. The reason why they're doing roids, though, is because everybody else is doing it. That's the only way to get ahead, and it is the same. You want You're all kids? Major League Baseball players. You're all on the same level. You want no. little kids to do see, roids wrong. so they can become big and stronger and make if more money? If that's your choice and you it want to do it, there's no choice, choice of your people. They don't have a choice anymore. If they want to become great in the industry, then that is what they have to do. To, so it's no longer a then choice. Don't, then don't go be in the industry then. No, see, that's Then wrong. don't go be in the industry no, then. Because you're saying if you want to become great in the industry, you have to take steroids. Well, then if you, the choice is don't take steroids, then don't go into the industry. But they're not, they're not allowed what to do steroids it? anymore. They should be Hello? able to. I don't no, care. They should not. Show them how to use it properly. You got to off cycle, man. You got to cycle off, Tony. I'll cycle you right here, pal. I can teach you. Meanwhile, we got to do this big update because it is Halloween. And what more fitting story than one involving the spirit world? No, I'm not talking about my blue skies. By the way, I need some more vodka. I have we tapped do need, out. Of I need something to drink too, man. I'm a little I, I'm tapped right. out I need here my too. blue Tony Bruno Blue Sky made with Sky Energy drink, and of course, um, what else is in there, Robin? Your I think I think we might have perfected it. I'm not quite sure. What was we the still added need ingredient to do a couple we more. added tonight? We added Chambord. Chambord. This is yes. a very rarely used. Mix. I have it's Chambord. so good though. But it, it was really, really delicious. But it's not blue. It was, it's not like blue, cur- it's blue a, Curacao. No, it's a because blue Curacao kind of sucks. No, it really it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. it's not good. It's 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 like it's like kind of like rubbing alcohol with blue coloring. Isn't that like most alcohol? <laughs> no, 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 because there's a, like other alcohols have nice flavor. Blue curacao. It's not only, for flavor. It's for color. It's for color, and it's just rubbing alcohol with blue blue dye. So we nixed that, even though it did turn a nice blue. But we're trying to figure out the Bruno's Blue Skies, and I think the Chambord might do it. It actually, it almost looks like a sunset when you're when you. Um, have the the um, Chambord and the vodka in the bottom of the glass, and then you add the blue sky on top of it. It has this sort of like two tone. It's very red, white, and blue. The white ice, the red uh, Chambord and vodka, and then the uh, bl- blue sky energy on top. It's delish. Yeah, I'm going to have another one. We need to get. Uh... But in the meantime, let's go to this update because this one is. This one, a lot of people will understand this story. Because you think? You know, especially my, nowadays, where so many people are insane and have a lot of well, weird thoughts in their minds. Why you, you got to talk to me like that? I'm not talking about you. At me uh, next time. Well, Don't at do me. you have a lot of weird thoughts. Hush. A lot of people have different thought processes. A lot of people think they know and do stuff that they may not. But it's all that matters is what they believe. That's what free speech is about. But there's a woman... Across the pond, as we like to say, who has taken her... What are we calling this update, Robin? Romance to a new level? No, we had an earlier talk. Well, it's forget about Ghostbusters. We've got ghost bangers, Ghost bangers, not Ghostbusters. Let's go to your ghost banger update desk. And a woman who has been with the spirits many nights. Yes, I have. Miss Robin. I have been... I have been touched... Many a time. Not by an angel. Now, I might have been touched, but this lady says that she has not only been touched. I've been touched by spirits at Eastern State yes, Penitentiary. It's yes, been documented you have on been television. Touched, but this woman has had sex. She says she has had sex with at least, at least 20 ghosts. Was she a Kardashian? Exactly. <laughs> well, they don't Jersey. sleep with ghosts. They don't sleep with anything white. Not only. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is that racist? Oh, 
It's about damn time. Did you just say the F word? Uh, Chris Humphreys is white-ish. Oh, Tony. I'm sorry. I was you just... tell me I can't dress up like 1% of Sammy Sosa? It was a joke. See, ghosts are uh, whites. See, that was funny. That is the greatest. Not every ghost is white, <laughs> but every every portrayal of a ghost, yes. Casper is, in a, is white, right? Yes. It's the greatest goddamn. The, the state marshmallow guy is white. God. They're racist. I think I think the whole ghost image is racist. It is. It is. You're right. So let's go back to this chick who's banging ghosts. She's banging ghosts. And now she says that she is engaged to a ghost that she didn't meet in England. She actually won a free trip to Australia. She went down under. Oh. And boy, did she. Somebody else went down under, too. Because while she was there, she met a ghost whom she doesn't know the name. She was out back. Well, it happens to us. You meet, you meet somebody in a bar. Do you know their name yep. after the first night? And she said Maybe. that she found true love down under. Well, who hasn't? Um, and she came in contact with this spirit. Mm-hmm. And she decided that she, she felt better than she'd ever had. She'd just gotten through a big breakup. And she was very sad to leave Australia, except he followed her home. Oh, that always happens in those and ghost shows. And then, and then... She joined the Mile High Club with said ghost on the trip back. She was ghost banging in an airport, uh, in in an airplane latrine? Yes, she was. Well, I don't even think that, well, how would anybody know that she was ghost banging? She could have been doing it right there. You ever try to have sex in an airport? I have, by the way. No, I haven't. It's really hard to have sex in an airplane uh, bathroom. They are very small. I I have yet to try. If you have a small, if you have a small woman in there, like you and I could never do it in there, because <laughs> where your legs are too long. If you got like a little uh, spinner type, uh-huh, like five a... foot tall woman or four yeah. eight, it works perfectly. I mean, I can barely go to the bathroom in one of those because my legs are always touching the door. I've been sitting here trying to look up all the people they've dated. You ain't off, man. I'll tell you that right <laughs> now. Like I make stuff up on the show. I mean, it's like it's not like all brothers, but it's close. You're it's ninety nine point nine percent. I'm still on there. The list is freaking long, man. So former former UNC Tar Heel Rashad McCants on that list. We have to get back to this ghost story. Let's continue on with the ghost banging Please here before we get back to the Kardashians. I didn't interrupt. So she fell in love with him after she. I mean, she was wooed. Was she booed? <laughs> Instead of being no, they were wooing. There wasn't <laughs> booze. Those were woos. Wooed. <laughs> and she said that she. They are now in love. Um, even though she doesn't actually talk to the spirit, it's all internal. And internal. they are now engaged. And she is hoping, they are hoping to have little children, little ghost children, little ghost babies. And she is not sure if this is going to be a phantom pregnancy or if it's going to be a real life wow. pregnancy. Now that should be a reality show. I wanna, <laughs> If this woman becomes pregnant... Shouldn't we be following her every move for the next nine months? This would be Ghost too. Yes. Yeah, it would be. Instead, Oda May's revenge. Oda May's revenge, man. We had the absolutely <laughs> horrific remake of Ghostbusters with the all chick cast, yeah, that was bad. which was dog meat. But how about another remake? Except it's going to be the triple X version. We call it Ghost Bangers. Ghost Bangers. Who are you going to call? Ghost Bangers. Ghost. Give me a little taste of uh, Ray Parker Radio and uh, Ray Parker Jr. and Radio. Again? Back in, Yeah, I couldn't hear it. I wanted oh, to crank I it up. I the entire time. Matt Whitman checks and says, just get it back to the Eagles, all right? Let's get it back to the Eagles. No, we're done enough. <laughs> it's a joke. I wanted to, like, she was, we saw the video If it's a female ghost, do they cut three holes in the sheets? It's a good Rather question. Than, I'm just asking. Now. But, like, the video, the, the interview <laughs> with her on British television is yeah. absolutely hysterical because she's talking about having a baby, and she says that she is not sure whether the baby is going to be a phantom baby or if it's going to somehow miraculously turn into a real-life child. Now, I watched, the Rob and I were watching the interview, and it's on one of the morning shows in England, and the two anchors, a man and a woman, trying- are, like, really serious I about know. this whole thing. Imagine Mike Jarrett doing that interview <laughs> with a woman who claims she got banged by 20 ghosts. Or anybody else who likes to have fun in and the morning. And she says that her orgasms are better than any other... Out of this world? No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were. Yes, they were. I think I might have to, uh, you know, can I have a little ghost? Do wait, you did you, there's an update to that. There's, wait, I, there's an there's update? There's an update to that. Oh, wow. I want a ghost. I, want I a have ghost. to give you the update. She's going to marry one. 
This is what Hello, what do you think? Oh, I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin oh, it. No, man. I think so. We, I've already noticed. She's marrying him and having a baby. Hello, I said that they were engaged. You have not been paying attention. I Go have. away. Let I've me been, give you one of these. I've been looking at Kardashian Get shit. Get out. Sorry. Get out. <laughs> I can say it just as good as Harry Mays. Get out, Luigi. Pack up your bags and go. Did they go to Jared's? You yeah, know what we should play, though? What? A little classics for Spooky. Because love is kind of crazy with a spooky little girl like you. Remember that song? It's a classic by the Classics Four. There's a lot of classics out there. No, this one's an all-time classic. You put a classic. spell on me? Well, that's no, not but, really about ghosts. But this one is more, more appropriate. Let's crank up a little uh, Classics Four. Go back to the 60s. Was this early 70s? Or? It's all a blur to me now. That's back in my rebellious days in 1968. FYI, the phones I don't think are working. So if you want to go to the Cantina Laredo thing tomorrow, just DM us or, or you know, text us on Periscope or hey, Facebook. Let us know. Phone. We can try it. Now that I'm, I'm right, looking at it, now. I don't think they're Tell working. Tell me you don't remember this song now. I don't remember. Crank it up a little bit. I call you up and ask you if you like to go and see a movie. First you said no. Tony, you should be doing this karaoke with the same album. All right, that's enough. You never heard that song? No, I never want to hear it again. Robin, you never heard that song? I have. They did another song, which was the exact same song called Stormy. Oh, Not yes. Stormy Daniels. It was oh storm. Robin, the phones are working. We have phone calls. Let's go to the phones we then. We do. Yes. Oh, I just they're, they're oh, there. there. By the way, Jack is listening in. Jack in the back is. Where's this damn in. Halloween update from the streets? I don't know. Let's go to this phone number though. Six zero nine six nine four. Hello. Hello, you're on the line. Hello. Yep. Hello. Is this me? That's you. It ain't me. Well, your phones are working. The phones are working. Uh, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Did he hang up? And he hung up. I, I don't, he sounded I don't know. familiar. I thought I recognized that voice. I, I have did no too. Idea. You know who I thought it was at first? Who? No. Not no, Jack in the Jack. back. Jack's, I have Jack's number That sounded here. like uh, our friend who was on the scaffolding at times when he calls in. Glenside Charlie? Glenside Charlie. No, I haven't heard no. of Glenside It sounded like Glenside Charlie I haven't a little heard bit. Glenside Are you sure? Man. Yeah, man. I'm I positive. don't think it was. Well, let's go to the other phone. No, because Glenside, it was a 609 area code. No, oh, the other okay. phone is Jack. He's, he's, if he's called oh. in. If he's dialed in, that means No, but Jack. he has a man on the street Halloween night update. Oh. We like going to the man on the street. Ready? Okay, well, is he there? Hello? Hey, guys. Hey, Jack. Is this Jack? Hello. Hey, guys, what's going on? Are the kids still out or did they go in Can now? You? It's 9 o'clock here in the east on this Halloween night. What's the action like out there? We are, we are back in the house. We are sorting. We are trading back and forth candy. Um, oh, we had a, a beautiful, beautiful night. Lots of, um, here in Levittown, they do a lot. A lot of the, the neighbors had their fire pits out in the driveway and, a lot of haunted houses and whatnot, so uh, we got a very significant haul when it came to the candy tonight. Now, were they all, got, uh, were they all the, uh, the little crappy fun-size ones, or did you get any full-size candy bars, any meth, any uh, yeah. cannabis candy or, or hash brownies in the neighborhood? <laughs> no hash brownies, but we did get uh, full-size Hershey, uh, Hershey bars, Hershey with almonds. What else we get? Riley, my daughter's talking. What do you got? I got full-size musketeers. I got full-size musketeers. Five musketeers? Full-size Hershey, oh. full-size Reese's, and full-size Kit Kat. Yeah, that's my nephew. <laughs> I got a full-size woman, we, so that's uh, about the same we, thing. Uh, it sounds like he's had a few of those already. There's some. Sugar Are you drinking any on. of these Sky Energy yeah, drinks yeah, tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be my one of my older nephews. Yeah, he he's got quite a bit of energy, and uh, he's he's gonna have one of those, like half of those, every day for the next couple of weeks. But, now, uh, does he have any yeah, Sky have Energy, a, Jack? A great night. Does he have any Sky Energy drink there tonight? Say again. Does he have any Sky Energy drink? No, no, he he was not a candidate for Sky Energy drink in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. So, I think I think he's already has enough energy right there. 
Oh, uh, that, that, yeah, he, he's uh, he's boundless energy. That one. He's, uh, now, he would he would be right back out again if we let him. Now, what is the most popular candy bar to be given out this year? Um, I, can I get a group uh, consensus here? I think we got Reese's and Kit Kats seem to be uh, yeah, full size M and M's. And you know what? We got a lot of this year. A lot of Cheez Its, Bugles, Fritos, Crackers. Um, a, a lot of uh, it's a quite a mix this year, and a lot of Twizzlers this year. Now, I just busted you, open another Kit Kat. Speaking of Reese's, did you see the Reese's update? So for this year for Halloween, in several different places in New York and maybe some other parts. If of If you don't the, like your candy, you can trade it in. Yes, there's like they have these machines that's called. <laughs> they they are um, like trade in the candy that you don't want for Reese's machine. So you 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 put in a candy that you don't want and you get back a Reese's. They have one of those for like spouses. They have one of those, yeah. They have those in Japan. You put in the underwear of your wife, and then you get a pair of underwear from a chick that you don't Used. know, and you take them home. That happens. Of equal or less than value. <laughs> no, you put in your wife's clean underwear, and you get a pair of soiled underwear from a woman you never met in, in Hong Kong. I know there's children listening. But hey. yeah. no, I'll tell you what, though. It was, it, was a, it was totally a beautiful night. A lot of people out here in Levittown, uh, Red Cedar section here in Levittown. Um, and uh, we had a lot of good time. It's funny because I'm sitting there trick-or-treating my kids, and one of the first things I hear Luigi say is, how many Natty Ices was he into? And I only had two. <laughs> well, he did ask a legitimate question then, so the answer is two. Well, Jack, two. thank two. you so That's much for the Man on the Street Halloween candy update. I'll see you guys next week. Beautiful, Jack. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Jack in the back, doing his appointed duty as a parent, <laughs> taking the kids out to get the hall. When I was a kid, everybody had full size. There were no small sizes. Well, they didn't even make small sizes. And back. I used to take a pillow, a pillowcase out. By the, a pillowcase by out. By the way, we have a back in the day Tony Bruno update. Somebody named Robert Velivis. Who the fuck says, is that guy? <laughs> um, on Facebook says. Tony's house was the best back in the day in Lower Gwynedd. He had all the Cowboys' tombstones Yes, in the I yard. did. I made, I made personalized NFC East tombstones, and one would say RIP Dallas Cowboys, and then the date and <laughs> birth date and the death date, the Redskins, the Giants. So, and mine were all sports themes. So this Robert Velivis must have lived in your Absolutely. neighborhood. I did it all up, man. I did Christmas big. We didn't even put one Halloween decoration up on our house this year. It's an outrage. That's how busy we've been. It's we got a whole ton of them. We got stuff. I know. We didn't put anything We up. were Because we're, this is what we do. You know, after the holiday, you go in and you get everything 75% off. Yeah. We've been doing that for the last couple of years. So we have great Halloween decorations, and we did not put one single one of them up. It's an outrage. That By the way, I got to rip Boston. We have a rip the Boston Red Sox fans. I gave them praise earlier, the team. But we got to rip the fans, because if this had happened in Philadelphia... People would be at the national media would be going crazy. What's that? We have an arrest at the Red Sox parade today. And now remember, this is in Boston, right? That's the Red Sox. So chances are a lot of the fans are going to be drunk, just like the Eagles parade. In every city, fans go out and they're happy. Solid right? just won a World Series. Guess what happened at the Boston parade today? Someone got drunk and threw something. A fan, a young man was arrested for hitting manager Alex right. Cora. The World Series trophy was slightly damaged, and a person in the crowd might need stitches because of a beer can thrown during the celebration. Now, remember, we were on Broad Street for the Eagles parade when my son came down. Yep. People were throwing up beers to the players who were catching them, and they were opening and drinking them. Right. So this person either had bad aim or, or was bad a beer. criminal. And he, he, how do you throw it that hard? Ryan Matson was out there, and he... Uh, Brian Matson's still pitching. That's the amazing thing. Unbelievable. So now this kid's been arrested. Good. Good. He should have been. He should be. Of course. So obviously he wasn't being fun and just tossing a beer up to the players. No, he's, he's he fine. damaged the trophy. Yeah, it was CC Sabathia. That's who it was. Oh. <laughs> there, there's a lot of arrests going on recently regarding things thrown on the field. Or at the yes. Buffalo. The best one. And I didn't know about this until this weekend. You saw, have you seen the video? No, I haven't. Now, we know Buffalo Bills fans, the Bills Mafia, you know, they do the They thing. go through the table and yeah, all that crap. And, they do all, and, they're, and they're zany fans. 
And we've seen fans' traditions all over the world, and especially of, in this country. There's a lot of strange traditions and throwing things yeah, on the, the field. Yeah, the octopus in Detroit, right? That was a big one. And that started back in 1952 with the original six NHL teams. And back then, a local guy took an octopus to, to, uh, to, to the, uh, what was the arena? I was there, too. What was uh, the original? I can't uh, believe people throw good calamar on the freaking table. Not uh, calamar, uh, octopus. The Olympia. Uh, the Olympia in Detroit. And a guy threw a, li a, a live octopus on the ice. And the, and the reason was you needed to win eight games back then, and octopi have eight legs. So they threw an octopus on the ice, and it became a tradition. Of course, that was before expansion. Now you need like 15 or 18 wins to win. But anyway, so the octopus was thrown, and they didn't really they didn't never mind it. They didn't really make a big deal of it. People would throw it. Somebody would go out and scrape it up with a shovel and move on. Then, of course, later it became illegal in Detroit. And here's the best part. So the city of Detroit passed an ordinance where you're not allowed to throw octopus on the ice. And also, the NHL has rules which forbids fans from throwing things on the ice. Here's the best part, though. If you throw an octopus on the ice in Detroit and a cop doesn't see you throw it, you face no charges. The cop has to see you throw the octopus, then you get arrested and pay a $500 fine and get ejected from the game. But they can't go to the tape. He has to physically see you. He see. has to physically see you. And that's what happened this weekend in Buffalo. Actually, uh, it was the Monday night game when the Buffalo Bills were home. And they were playing the Patriots. The New England Patriots. And a guy got caught for doing something that I never quite understood would be a tradition in sports. But apparently in Buffalo it is when they play the Patriots. Let's go to your... She knows her sex toys and, and knows is, how to use them. And this is them. technically Update. a Florida story. It's a Florida combination. Florida, yes. New England Patriots slash. We're doing Buffalo a combo Bills mambo Update. story here. Let's go to your Florida desk and your correspondent, Miss Robin. Thirty-four-year-old Michael Abdullah was arrested. Now he was. There were three people that did the exact same thing, yeah. but as you said. The other two weren't caught. They, weren't, they did not get caught. So Michael was the only one that was arrested for sh throwing a dildo onto the sports field. Did you see the dildo video, Luigi? I have seen this. It is it's not in the a... end zone, and then the referee comes over and kicks it out, and then the security guard. But that didn't happen this it. week, did it? it yeah, it happened yes. Monday night. He did it again? No, no, no. So this is, this is an ongoing thing. Yeah, so, man, it's been happening a few times no, already. No, this guy many... got, but this is on national TV now. What a On Monday Night Football. I don't think the booger cam was over there breaking down the dildo, though. But the, but the, the referee kicks the yes, dildo. he didn't even want to touch it. Out of the end zone with his feet, and then the security guards are supposed to pick it up. Didn't want to touch it right, either. Exactly. They were, like, afraid to pick it up. Like, like, they're worried that it's a used dildo. Well, those are the best kind, now, aren't they? I'm sorry, What a but dick. Unbelievable. <laughs> 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 no, Tony, I didn't see the close-up photograph. There's something written on it, right? Yeah, on but the, that, the photograph that they're showing... He hate, he hate yeah, no, he wasn't he hate me. Apparently, one of the dildos... And it's a picture that has a yellow head on it or an orange head. It wasn't Donald Trump. It just said, Brady, Brady is a dick. That's what it says on the... On the and on this the, is one of those rubber ones that have the balls attached. Exactly. Yes. It's, you know, it's Aren't those the, the best kind? Yeah. So, um, he was so Michael Abdullah was arrested um, and had to spend a night in jail after being charged with disorder. So they put him disorder. in jail yes. for the night. The judge set bail for $250 cash Please give or... The back. <laughs> A thousand dollars bond and ordered him to appear back in court on December fourth. Although, if he gets a lawyer, he doesn't have to appear. See, in now court. this is the part of the story that really pisses me off. So, listen, the guy got fined five hundred dollars, right? Right. Because it was a thousand dollar bond, he had to put five percent, whatever the percentage. It's ten. Was. It's ten percent. Ten percent. But anyway, five hundred. He goes to court. He spends a night in jail. Goes before a judge Tuesday morning, and the judge says, "Okay." We're going to cut you some slack because you served time overnight and you pay the $500 fine, but you, you won't have to come back. And he had, he had to go back to Florida. He lives in Florida, he's a, but he's a, pay, a Bills fan and he goes to Buffalo right. for the game. But if he gets a lawyer, he doesn't have to go. Why so would you have to get a I, lawyer? Here's my is. point. So he's going to have to hire some lawyer yep. who's going to charge him who, how much? Not a hundred bucks. No. Going to charge them a couple thousand dollars. It's a total scam. The entire system is all, you should, do you know that everybody has the right to represent themselves? Yes. But they make it so difficult in all 
courts of law. But we don't know the law. Ma- the average person we do know, know the law. There's many times where you do, like, like a lawyer doesn't do anything other than yeah, just I've had say, lawyers yes, who've done no. nothing but take my money. But the reason why you have to have a lawyer is because the entire system, the judge, the other, everybody is set. They, they will not even... Even though you have a very good argument, they won't even listen to you. They won't even take it into account because you do not have a lawyer. My point is the guy already served a night in jail and paid a fine. Why would any judge at this point determine that he has to come all the way back from Florida on December 5th, which is going to cost him how much for the plane ticket, right? Then he's going to have to hire a lawyer. What the hell's the lawyer going to say? Oh, there was an endowment fund. I think the creepy porn lawyer I got raised a couple bucks for him, too. Here's what the lawyer would say. Everything that guy just said is bullshit. Thank you. That's it. That's That's your defense. Defense right. I mean, this is is a scam. It is a scam. Why does he need a lawyer? He spent a night in... There are people who commit major crimes who don't spend a night in jail and pay $500 a fine. And not only that, the same game, there were two other people that did it. I know, and and it's a stupid tradition anyway. You know, I like when they used to just throw toilet paper on them. You know, they should not the toilet be paper and a lot of fa- dildos the are expensive. Toilet paper. You know, pen. There's a pen tradition too that goes way back. The Penn Quaker football team at Franklin Field. There, I actually have the, the notes here. Back in the day, back in the 50s to 1980, when the Penn Quakers would score a touchdown at Franklin Field. Now this is Ivy League. They had a song that they would sing, and the fans would. Then, you know what the you know what the song was. It was Drink a Highball, the song was called. And it was called Let's Drink a Highball and Be Jolly. Here's a toast to dear old Penn. Now, it didn't rhyme. It didn't make any sense. So what they would do back in the day when Penn would score, they would all sing Drink a Highball and Be Jolly. Here's a toast to dear old Penn. And they would actually have an alcoholic drink and take a toast and then drink the alcohol. But then in 1980, the NCAA banned liquor at sporting events, college events, so Franklin Field was not allowed to have, you weren't allowed to have alcohol. So from 1980 on, the Penn Quakers couldn't toast with alcohol, so they changed it. They actually brought toast to the games, so they would still do the song, I like drink a highball, uh-huh. be jolly, here's a toast for dear old Penn, and, and just tro- like in the movie uh, Rocky Horror yes, Picture Show, whenever somebody says, See, oh, here's a toast. that can't hurt anybody, No, so they threw toast, but college kids, we all know, don't own toasters, so a lot of these <laughs> stupid kids would just throw bread that hadn't even been toasted onto the field. <laughs> okay, well, it's not as bad as in European countries. There's a lot of, like in, um, in Leipzig... When they, Germany? And when they play the Bundesliga and Germany, it's back and forth, they throw a severed bull's head, like a real bull's head. Boar's head? No, bull. Oh. Like, like cow bull. It's not as good as boar's head. Boar's head is great. Can you believe it? Like they throw a dead cow's Luigi head. Luigi throws dead horse heads at in, his events. Inter- That's racist, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in no. Inter- yeah. Milan, when I'm at the track. <laughs> Inter Milan versus Atalanta. They threw, a, they threw scooters. Scooters? Yes. Did they, they throw th- mine at State Farm? Yeah, we're trying to get the parts, man. We can scratch that thing out. By the way, State Farm Insurance, I'm still waiting I mean, for my scooter like to be fixed. We should fixed. call Jared immediately. That's a June, July, August, September, October. Four months later, my scooter has still not been repaired, and State Farm has still not settled the claim with Philadelphia scooters on East Pass Young Avenue, where I bought this scooter. They're moving, by the way. They are? Yeah, new location. Well, they, they should be moving. You should take a walk there every once in a while. It's only five feet from your house. I yeah. know it is, and they have my scooter. <laughs> they have and they're, they're I, saw your, I, I saw your scooter this afternoon. I'm not kidding. When I walk past, when I go, let's go home. It's in the window. Are they selling it? No, it's not selling it. I'm just it's in the window. Why would they have my busted scooter in the window? It's just there. It's on the side with the repair stuff. Four months. They have completely. <laughs> Four months, and I still don't have my scooter back. Completely missed an entire summer. I still pay insurance for it. The guys over at the scooter store are trying to jack around with State Farm thinking they're going to write a check for anything, not realizing that I'm going to pay a higher premium because they want to overcharge State Farm. And so I, got, I may have to sue now, and I don't want to get a lawyer involved. Well, let's go to the phones. We might have a lawyer on the, phone, on the line. It has to this be pro bono, though. This could be the last though. phone call. We have no be, idea. And then I'm going to draw the name from all the it people that have said It has to be pro bono or Sonny Bono. I'm not paying the damn lawyer for nothing. We'll find out. Two Even one- if the creepy porn lawyer himself came in here... I wouldn't give him a dime. Well, we'll find out. 215-416. 215-416. You're on the air. Yes. 
Tony, what's going on? This is the same Rob Believus that used to trick or treat in your neighborhood back in Gwen Air back in the day. So oh, I had to call beautiful. Him. Are you still living there? Uh, no, I'm in Orland now. My, my mother still lives in Gwen Air. Yeah, she's still in the old neighborhood. Ah, yeah, my ex-wife still lives there in a house that's been paid for for 20 years. <laughs> It's a good life if you can but get no, it. But no, I, I was out trick-or-treating in Ambler because I'm the only single one, so I was with all the uh, all my friends' kids today in Ambler. We were talking about, oh, remember Tony's house back in the day? Had all the tombstones in the yard of all the all the uh, all Cowboys players. And I, I've I been hating the, the Cowboys like, oh, I gotta for generations. I got to talk about going to his house back in the day. Yeah, oh. I, still, I, I think, I think uh, my, my ex-wife still has all those tombstones, or my sons took them and brought them down to their homes and put them out. It was, I had the moving hand. My son, AJ, we saw it. He has one of those moving bloody hands, battery yeah, operated. It, it kind of, and it would be coming out of a tombstone. It looks kind of, uh, it's seen better days, that hand. Yeah, well, it's 20, it's uh, 30 years old. Now, Rob, I have a question. Was, Chon, was Tony's yeah. house, were they chintzy or did he give out full, the full-size candy bars? No, Tony gave out the full-size. Tony was always, see, back in the day, we didn't know what kind of big-time celebrity Tony Bruno was. I, I was already a big-time celebrity I the radio business. I got older, but Tony was always the coolest house in the neighborhood. You know what I did? I would, I would do my whole, because I had a big foyer when you walked in with the steps. And I yeah. did it. I had the, you know, the, I had the music running. The, I had the fog machine. And then I would peek out of the door, and I'd wear some really scary mask. And, I'd scare, and I wasn't trying to scare the little kids. But then, you know, the parents would yell at me, what are you doing? I'm saying, it's Halloween. So I'd have to take the mask off. But, but I would invite them into the house. I didn't just, like... Hide. I would invite them into the house, let the kids see the spider webs and all the lights. You can get arrested for that And now. the fog. And I, it was a good way to check out the young um, moms, too. That's a good way to check the, you know, when, the, when the, the local town. When I think about the stuff we would dress up in, we'd all get arrested now with the stuff we would do because of this PC world we live oh, in. Oh, absolutely. It's a disgrace. I'm glad, I'm glad I grew up when it's I horrible. did. I, I feel bad for kids growing up in this generation, in this era. And I'm not sounding like the old guy next door yelling at the kids on the lawn. The fact is the PC world, and, and most people agree that the, pub, the PC world is wrong. 80% of people in a recent survey said the country is too politically correct. Nobody can be funny anymore. Nobody can tell a joke. You have to watch anything you say. Now, there's a difference between hate speech and, and, and having a good time, but now everything is hate speech. Everything is hate speech. Well, well, Every costume is racist. Tone, this, this, this is why your show is great and why I, I, I do my own radio show, and it's the complete opposite of PC. And half of what, well, mostly what I do is because listening to you. So being able to tune in and listen to you, you just, just know that somebody's, somebody's inspired by you and go, go against the grain and don't be PC. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be a shock jock or say things I don't believe. Everything <laughs> I say, I believe. No. I don't try to create controversy no. by ginning up some fake sports discussion or political discussion. Everything I say is from my independent thought. I don't read talking points. I don't, I'm not affiliated with any political party. I'm not. I've never spent 10 seconds involving in myself in politics. I've never given a dime to any I ever, forever refused to donate the money to the presidential election campaign on my income tax. Why do, who the hell am I sending money to? For the, you, you, see, you see that on your tax return? Would you like to donate $3 to the presidential election? No, they're already pissing away billions trying to be president. Why would I give them $3? Well, they got to recoup some of it <laughs> somehow. No, they're spending our money. <laughs> Screw them all. I'm sorry, no. So you're, we, you're getting we, me I always appreciate I always appreciate the honesty, and you're not like 98 percent of the radio talk shows in this city because you're honest, and that's why we love you. Well, thank you very much, Rob. I appreciate it, man. And happy Halloween. All right, fellas, you you guys have a good night, Rob, and you have a good night. I'll let you guys go. Have a great show. Thank you, Rob. Well, that's all I try to do. Tony, this this might be a. Uh, a winner. We I think you had at least three or four rants tonight. Rants? Yes. I didn't have any rants. Yes, you did. What's it, what else we got in the bowl? We got Kit Kats. We got, uh, I don't on, think there's any rants We're in on major overtime. Yes, already. we are. Did you get any mounds? So, mounds are the shit, dude. We I don't have, have any mounds. Do you have here. mounds at home? We got Milky Way. Do we Way. have mounds? Milky Way I don't have trash. mounds. I have a lot of people already. Robin's the only mounds in my house. Oh. Thank you. Thank you very much. I got um, M&M's fun size peanut. I don't like the, pl I have plain and peanut. Tony, yes. I don't care what candy you have Kit right now. I care. Right now, I care about the Cantina Laredo dinner for two that um, somebody is going to win. I have tons of people who have already texted me, but there is still time. If you Texting want you. You to mean, go. You mean hit you up on social media? Hit me up on social at media. At her? Did they at you? Hit me or Tony or Luigi up on social media and tell us that you can and want to go to the Cantina Laredo dinner tomorrow in King of Prussia. 
and I will contact you ASAP to let the know to let you know if you have won or not. So um, again, if you are able and you want to come with us to the Cantina Loreda dinner for two. Tomorrow night, Thursday, November November 1st, 1st, Dia de los Muertos. Hit us up on social media since our our, uh, phones are kind of, you know, iffy. By the way, we have an update on on how many many M&Ms were in the fun size M&M bag. Take a guess. Like three? How many? No, No, come on, Robin. Close. Close. Eight. We just opened a bag. Eight M&Ms covered chocolates in a fun-sized bag. What kind of fun is that? Eight M&M's? No. I have to eat 10 bags of these. I know, I know it's not, chocolate's not good, but chocolate is good for you. Chocolate and red wine, I keep reading all these uh, surveys. So we have M&M's, Plain and Peanut, Milky Ways, Kit Kats, Snickers, Twix. and Twix. Oh, and Nestle's Crunch and Nestle's Crunch Bars are solid, too, man. Oh, now I'm taking all the Nestle's Crunch and the Kit Kat. I, I like want, the crackles, man. I want the Twix. Car- Twix. Good, Those I don't mine. like Twix. And I like Snickers. I don't like Milky Way. No Mr. Good Bars, though? There's no Mr. Good Bars in Outrage, there. man. Yeah. Crackles are good, too. You got them? You got Mr. Nice good bar. Bars? You got any hot tamales in the car? Nah. Cold today. Oh, go hot see- tamale. <laughs> I got to see some hot tamale there. I dropped her up. Oh! Okay. And, and, you know, they also, they're made by Just Born Candies in Pennsylvania. You know what they make up there? I was watching PCN. Mike and Ike's. Mike and, and Ike's. Hot Peeps tamales. and Hot Tamales. Those are the three candies they make at the Just Born Candy Company up in suburban Pennsylvania. In Dunmore. That's good Pennsylvania knowledge right there. There's a lot of candy that's made in Pennsylvania. Yeah. What's the other one I was watching? Uh... Goldenberg's well, Peanut Chews, yeah, but I don't Goldenberg's, think they're made here anymore, are they? Yeah, they're, yeah, still, they're, still, made, made. they're still made here, but they're owned by somebody else right. now. And then there's the other ones that are only made a couple Gertrude times a year. Gertrude Hawk is another chocolate. But, can they play guard for the Pistons in yes, like 93? Yes, I think, I think okay. they're on there now. But yeah. Gertrude Hawk, they are not sold in stores. No, they're, they're sold in stores, and they're used oh, for, really? for kids that they like sell. On, at. They have their own stores, but they're also used for charity funds. Like when kids go out to sell candy, they use Gertrude Hawk's. And then they ship it to you. And then there's the other one uh, the, that's only the, the, the... There's one in Montgomery County out where I used to live, too. The, but the chocolate uh, coconut brittle... What was the place called? And they're really, really good, but they only oh, do... Oh, Zet, Zet, Zitner's. 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 Zitner's is right. Yep. Zitner's is another... It's Philadelphia-based. But it's not done all year round. No. They only now do certain times of year, No, like you're Easter right. There's a lot of great and, candy. Co- and, of course, yeah. Hershey up in Hershey, Pennsylvania. The Hershey factory's there. I'm surprised you didn't move there. Big chocolate nut you are, man. I'm going to go there. Hershey is not his favorite, though. Like he's. I'm a dark chocolate. Yeah, Yeah, we go. We go dark cacao. You have Hershey's dark. I used to be light, but now I'm dark all the way. Uh Anything I do is dark. I've gone to the dark side. Well, I got. So I went to when I went to the um, when I went to the Reading Terminal Market the other day. I picked up. I picked up some. uh, Picked up you a little something too. I brought Robin stuff home already. I got this blue cheese that we really like. $32 oh. a pound. Dude. That's a good job. I can job buy out crack of t- cheaper than that. But I got you some dark imported cacao, brother. Oh, Solid bars, oh, bro. Luigi, Luigi's- $7.95 an ounce for this bro. shit, dude. Luigi is doing a really good job of buying our love, and I love him. Uh-huh. Exactly. I'm all the top materialistic <laughs> shit. I, I, fa- I found out that giving love and things like that, like, you know, just... Just giving just your, yourself and emotions means nothing. It's totally Give gifts. Yeah. Give gifts. I'm with you. It's better to receive. Better to, better to receive than to give, I right. think. A hug will get you a hello. A Ferrari will get you a hand job. I'm just saying. <laughs> better goes a long I, hand I, job I hope Ferrari, it's better than a hand Well, it's a used Ferrari on my budget. On that note, Meanwhile, on that note, we will be back here next week at Moonshine from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Come on by. Whether you are tuning into us live via all the different social media or come on down, bring your friends. There is a lovely, lovely bar, full restaurant, and a lovely... And Big Rube's Fried Chicken every Wednesday night. Fri- yes. Every and Wednesday so night. He's next door. The food door. is not just normal bar food. It is amazing. Um, their regular menu, including the Big Rube's uh, Fried Chicken. Please come down and join us. We'd love to see you down here. I'm sorry, I'm eating my Nestle's Crunch right now. Oh, and Switchboard Live. Yes. Do not forget, if if you want to have reliable, reliable streaming, 
um, not well, multiple even, sources. Multiple sources. Go to switchboard.live. Check them out. Put in the code Bruno when you sign up for a discount. And it is seriously, they're they're so fantastic. It'll make your life so much That's easier. That's how you're able to see us with one stream of our video capability. Notice the stream doesn't go down anymore. It's only the stupid phones. I know. Well, we got the video on. part of the show figured out. It's the on-air audio part that seems to be the biggest problem which is the radio very important thing yeah it's a radio podcast but our video works perfectly but our audio sucks well we are going to be we're, we're doing some switching around we're going to it keeps getting better but next what? week we'll have a tin can and a wire outside <laughs> that's the best form the, of technology we've ever come up with exactly but we used to when we were doing at the comedy sports place we used to have 50 to 100 people showing up every single week for and the food we gave well, out free food and free food. I was having some pretty awesome food drops. <laughs> but seriously, everybody, they wanted to come because they didn't want to miss out on the live show. And it's the same situation down here. We have lots of room for people. We would love to see more people down here sharing in the fun. And um, sometimes there's great great prizes to give away. Yep. And we're going to have Sky Energy drinks every week. We're going we're gonna to do some Sky Energy Tony Bruno Blue Sky specials. Yes. With the whole mishpuka in there. You're going to have the Sky Energy. You're going to have the vodka, top shelf vodka, and a little uh, Chambord in there with the Tony Bruno Blue yes. Sky. It's like, a, it's like a sunset. It really I'm, is. Yeah, I love it. It's, those are I orange skies, though, right? Rionizzi and the skies. Okay. In the meantime. In the meantime. <laughs> that's going to do it for tonight. We want to thank everybody. <laughs> everybody. For checking in tonight. All the great people here at Moonshine. Call us all over the place. Call us from all over the world. I know you could have been anywhere else tonight. But you're here with us. But you're here with me tonight and us. And we thank you for that. In the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive. Don't eat your damn kids' candy. And be safe out there. We'll see you next week here at Tony Bruno Show Live. I hear you. I hear you. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.